I've been blessed to be in a position where I can try to bring joy um, and not just this empty joy, like, but this joy that saying we are alive and we should make the best of it. And I can bring that on air to people. Hi there, it's WAMC News Director Ian Pickus. And on this episode of the WAMC News Podcast, what NPR host Aisha Roscoe learned at Howard University. If you listen to WAMC, you probably recognize Aisha Roscoe from her years hosting Weekend Edition Sunday and covering the White House. What you may not know is that she was once a shy introvert who confronted self-doubt even as she climbed the ladder at Howard University's student paper. That experience is just one recounted in the new book, HBCU Made, a celebration of the black college experience, which features essays from leaders in the arts, letters, and music. And Aisha Roscoe joins us now to talk about it. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was surprising to me, uh, having listened to you over the years, that you were shy. How did you come out of uh, your bubble? <laughs> oh, wow. No, I'm very... I, I still have some shyness in me. No, I, I, I was very shy, um, introverted, just not good with, with talking to people. Um, I, I really just uh, was someone who was good with reading and, and doing schoolwork, but I wasn't good at making friends or anything like that. So when I got to Howard University... Um, it was a real culture shock. It was, I was around, I was away from home. I was, um, you know, meeting all of these people and trying to figure out myself. Um, but I will say that Howard gave me a place where I was able to grow and really to thrive um, and, and, and to find myself. I'll cop to this myself, but do you sometimes find it easier to talk to people on the radio, you know, for broadcast as opposed to in real life? Oh, absolutely. Um, because, it, you know, on the radio, you kind of have a purpose. You know exactly what you're trying to talk about. When you're just meeting someone in real life, it's like you got to figure out what, you don't know them. There's no there's no goal in mind. There's no clock. <laughs> so, yeah, it's harder. So how did you end up deciding to go to Howard? Because as you write, it was not your first choice uh, or the first place you looked at necessarily. No. So I, I knew that I wanted to go out of state. I knew that I wanted to um, uh, to get away from home, but I didn't know exactly what that would look like. But the thing that stood out to me about Howard was it just had this cool veneer. Like I just felt like it was just this place. It was in D.C. Um, it was like the basis of Hillman College and in, in, in a different world, that show that I love so much. Um, and so I just felt like if I could make it in at Howard, I could make it anywhere. And so uh, it just became um, this this goal that I had in mind. Like, could I do it? Could I make it on the big in the big city of D.C.? And once I went there and saw it, I, I knew it was where I wanted it to be. Were you able to prove your stepfather wrong about the decision? Yeah, absolutely. Because I made it. I didn't, I did, you know, my stepfather was like, I was going to end up in a, a dumpster. Um, and, you know, we, we didn't have a great relationship. But, you know, I really was scared, though. And, and he wasn't the only one. Like, a lot of my family was like, I don't know. 
you know, she's so quiet. She's, you know, she's, she's not going to be a, she's so timid. She's not going to be able to make it in this rough and tumble DC. And I didn't know if I could, I was praying. I was asking the Lord. I thought I might die. <laughs> you know, at <laughs> Howard. But I think that what I got from being at Howard was that I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. Um, and I was a lot more capable than I thought I was. And even though there were times where I felt scared, when I look back on it now, like I still was um, pushing forward. Um, and, and so that's what I got from Howard. What makes the experience of going to an HBCU different from going to another type of college? that the the experience is different like for a black person to go to an hbcu is to be in a place where your basic humanity is not questioned right like where people um will challenge you and will will you know push you to be the best that you can be um and 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 you know writer and 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 poet nicole perkins talks about this in her essay but they're not asking you, um, you know, to basically prove that you're capable of thought. Um, and she says when she went to a predominantly white institution for graduate school, it was very different from than her experience at Dillard, which is an HBCU um, in New Orleans. And so I, I think that that's what you get. You get the ability to grow, not without problems or without strife or, you know, issues, but you don't have this, you know, layer of um, really racism, um, you know, uh, flowing through every interaction and I, and it actually makes a huge difference. And I have to imagine, you know, the thing that happens to a lot of people of color where you're the only one in a space. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that's really difficult, like to be the only one and to feel, um, like you don't have anyone, um, there who can relate to you and your experience and also feeling like, um, people are looking at you like, do you belong? Um, whereas on an HBCU campus, there is this feeling of community that I saw over and over in these different essays where you saw people really rise up um, to um, and get the help and the support of the HBCU community. Uh, Tendai Kumba of Spellman, um, she's a Broadway dancer now, but she got into an accident when she was at Spellman and it was the Spellman community that really wrapped their arms around her and, and, and supported her. And now she's on Broadway. A lot of the colleges that are featured in this book were founded at a time when black people were not allowed to go to other colleges, um, I mean, explicitly or not. But uh, what's the need for HBCUs as we go forward in a time when more opportunity is available? Yeah, you know, and I always want to be clear. I don't think HBCUs are you going to be the best fit for every student, every black student. They certainly aren't, you know, don't wouldn't have the ability to educate every, um, you know, black student in this country. But what I think this book does and what I'm, I'm so proud of it for is that it shows the, the important role that HBCUs played, but also continues to play um, in shaping this world that we have today and in training the people 
that you hear, the people that you see, the people behind the scenes. So whether you're hearing me on Sunday, um, you know, talking about the puzzle or, or you're, you know, you're seeing Oprah Winfrey or young talent, Brandon Gilpin. He's an actor um, who, you know, who's been on a number of shows and, and he just graduated from Morehouse maybe two years ago. Um, he's the youngest person in the book. So what I, I'm proud of for this book is that, you know, HBCUs are still training and, and developing black people and black talent and to make the world a better place. Um, and that it, it's not a story. It's not a history story. It's not a history lesson that it's very much a story of today. Will you be leaning on your kids to follow in your footsteps to Howard? Well, I'm trying to just like put the, you know, I'm trying to put the inkling in their ear, you know, and, you know, I got them some Howard shirts, but you know, sometimes as a mom, if you put too much pressure on it, then it's like, they don't want to do it. So, because it's like, oh, mom, but I'm trying to just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have them read the book as they get older. Um, and I'm trying to just like, you know, kind of sprinkle the idea. Um, and so hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll think about it. If you don't mind my asking, I was wondering how you balance your Sunday duties with your faith, which you're very upfront about. You know, I that that's true. I do miss going to church on Sundays, but what I do get to do is I, I watch church after um, after I get off of work. They live stream it, so I get to watch the video of it. Um, and I what I am grateful for, and I, I'm still trying to be very active in my church, but what I'm grateful for is I feel like um, I've been blessed to be in a position where I can try to bring joy um, and not just this empty joy, like, but this joy that saying we are alive and we should make the best of it. And I can bring that on air to people. And so when people say, um, I listen to you on Sundays and I feel better, um, it makes me feel better about my day. It makes me feel better about going forward. Then I can feel like I've done something to help somebody else. Um, and so that makes it worth it. Um, so yeah, so that, that makes it worth it. I do miss going to church, but I, I do feel like the work that I'm doing hopefully is helping somebody. Aisha Roscoe is the weekend edition Sunday host heard here on WAMC. And the new book is HBCU Made, a celebration of the black college experience. Aisha, uh, great to talk with you. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you so much. Okay, that does it for this episode of the WAMC News Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Ian Pickus.